Hello and welcome to another episode of um, the Portable Magic Dispenser. My name is Lucas Maxwell. I'm the librarian here at Glenthorne High School. I'm going to be talking to you quickly today about how I run our book award here at the school. It is a very popular program and I hope it's helpful. This information, you may want to, you may already run one and um, maybe get a few ideas. I'm always uh, taking ideas from other people, or you may not. You may be thinking you'd like to run one, and um, you are hoping to, uh, or feeling, you know, not sure where to start. So maybe this will help. So we've been running a book award here at Glenthorne High School for about six or seven years. I've kind of forgotten, unfortunately, but it's been a lot of fun. It is a lot of work, but it is, um, I think the students and, and staff really enjoy it. Right off the bat, I would say to let your book club or let students um, give a name for the book award. We um, were lucky that we had a book club member many, many years ago, probably eight years ago now, um, Declare, I guess, in lack of a better term, uh, that they would be called the Booklings, and that stuck. And I've kind of, quote unquote, branded that to all of our other things. So, <laughs> our book award is called the Bookling. Um, our other podcast that's led by the students is called Booklings Chat, which they named, and things like that. So, we called ours the Bookling, and that's been essentially from day one. Um, how we do it, uh, we run it from approximately October to March and the only rule is that um, it, it hinges on the dates the books were published so for instance our 2022 book award reveal or series I guess all the books had to have been published in 2021 and it'll run from it ran from October 21 to March of 22 and the other thing that I try to do is I try to include books that I feel um, are, I guess, under the radar, for lack of a better term. I'm not going to use celebrity books or books that are massively popular. I just don't do it. I kind of I do railroad it that way. Otherwise, the students have a lot of choice. And what I do is in June, July of each year, I look at the books that I feel are um, under the radar but still being borrowed or engaged with by the students and I choose a uh, long list and then the long list is about 15 books and I also use our book club members um, borrowing stats and just word of mouth and things like that we've had a comics as well I might do one separately for comics but for, it's mainly books or novels I should say and then in kind of like September I will do different activities around the long list, post the book covers of the long list along with the blurbs on our board that you can see as you enter the library and get students to kind of vote on their favorite. I then survey the students. So I'm lucky that students come in year seven, eight, nine. So ages 11 to 13 come in every two weeks for a library lesson. And I will um, survey them using just like a Google survey or whatever, survey monkey and get their opinions on blurbs, first lines, uh, book covers. You know, if you were in a bookshop, you know, what books, or maybe if even better, if they've read the books, um, we have a book review system, which I'll, I could explain in another podcast. But if you've read these books and engaged with these books, what are your favorites? And I will put them to staff as well, as best I can to teachers. Um, in the course of a month or two, I will then narrow it down to six. 
And what's been, I think, helpful is to make a, a big deal of it, um, do a big reveal of the shortlist. Because all of our students, so about 900 students, not all of the students, but the students who come in through for the library lessons will have engaged with these books in some way. Even if it's just like reading the blurbs of first lines, I'll have at least you know one copy of the books at least, and I make a big deal of it. I do a big reveal. I do a big thing on social media where I'm tagging the publisher and the authors, of course, and you know who the shortlist will be announced and things like that. And um, it's I don't know. It's been a lot of fun. I I create flyers for staff to and put in their pigeonholes to say what the shortlist is. I invite staff to, um, well, I have a pre-COVID and now kind of now the, the rules have relaxed a little, I invite staff to like a coffee um, event with homemade brownies and coffee and um, things like that where they can come and um, interact with the shortlist. Um, and I, I invite them as many as want to come, you know, usually before school or after school. And I put the shortlist on a huge display, make it decorate it really well, and I try to get a couple copies of each shortlisted book. And then I'm constantly engaging with the students um, around these books. So I'll tailor library lessons around them quite a bit. So, for instance, one of our shortlisted books was an amazing one this year called uh, No Man's Land by... um, uh, Dr. Joanna, uh, I think it's Naden, and we had a, um, a virtual visit with with her, and also the book deals a lot with, um, you know, ciphers, Caesar shifts, uh, codes and codexes and things like that, so we did tons of activities around that. Um, what else? I mean, I will read them snippets ever at the beginning of every library lesson. Of course, I'm reading uh, every book, and of course, we'll do quizzes and things like that around them, and so what happens, I guess, is by, you know, November, December, even January, I said, or I should say, every student, so 900 plus students, so all the students in the years 7, 8, 9, who are age 11 to 13, and those are kind of the books that we're, you know, aiming at, they will have either, you know, had heard me read from each book or will, will have done an activity around those books, whether they actually read them or not. But what happens is <clears throat> books will, those books will be really popular when I, whenever I run the stats. So for instance, um, a few years ago, one of our book, bookling nominees, shortlisted book books was Crater Lake by Jennifer Killick. And it, it eventually came second place just below um, a kind of spark by L. McNichol, which won the the bookling, and but to this, I just ran the stats yesterday for the monthly kind of review, and um, a kind of spark and um, Crater Lake were still in the top ten, and they I don't think they've ever left the top ten in a few years. Um, books like Ghost Boys, um, which is also one hour. Bookling um, is still in the top ten. Books like um, Optimus Die First by Susan Nielsen, Super Awkward, which was by Beth Garrett, which was our first book ever to win uh, the Bookling. They're always up there. So I just make activities around the books. I read the books and I say, what could we do in library lessons around them? 
whether it's blackout poetry, whether it's um, book cover activities where they make their own covers, simple ones like that. Um, it's a lot of fun. And I'm encouraging staff to read and post reviews and things like that. And I put their staff reviews on little like recipe slash revision cards and put it on display. And it, and I get the authors engaged as well. So we try to have virtual visit visits. So we had a virtual visit with um, Phil Earl, who's When the Sky Falls, which is an amazing book, was shortlisted. Um, we had, had an in-person visit with Tamsin Winter, who wrote Girl in Real Life, which um, ended up winning the um, the Bookling Award. And that was uh, really good. Um and her visit was very popular. And again, what it results in is students borrowing those books um, over and over again to the point where they are always consistently um, in the top 10. So I think just making it um, something that is visible all the time, something you are talking about all the time, um, helps a great deal. So then around February, January, you know, late January, February time, I'll try to start figuring out which book will be the winner. And it's not easy, but I'm looking at borrowing stats as well, but book reviews from students, students who are in our book club. So we have around 30 students in our book club and they will be reading them, engaging with them and deciding their favorites. Um, I don't want to just rely 100% on just borrow stats, though, because they borrowed them, but did they enjoy it? What do they think of it? So once again, I take part in a, um, create a a big survey. And again, this reaches over 900 students. And the survey asks them, did they read any? If they did, which ones? If (laughs) of the ones they read, which ones are their favorite and why? And then I get them to do things like, well, vote on your favorite cover, vote on your favorite blurb again, vote on your favorite first line, maybe first page, which I will put on the survey. And so there I've got 900 responses to a um, to these six books. And then I get teachers, uh, if I can, to also give their opinions. And I put it all together, and my colleague and I in the library and decide which one's going to be the winner. <clears throat> so usually we run it here in the UK. We have World Book Day, which is the first Thursday in March, typically. And here at this library, we try to run it like a week-long series of events. One of those days is the Bookling Book Award um, award ceremony. So I'll kind of close the library at lunch, get students to sign up. We'll do a big quiz on all the six books. We'll have food, games, activities, and then we'll do a big countdown and a reveal. And I'll do that on social media as well. And then prior to that, I would have had a week or two to know who the winner is. I would go to a shop and purchase a, a trophy and get their names engraved and, you know, the year and everything, Bookling Award winner. And it's been really good. Someone like, um, I noticed, uh, L. McNichol, who won our Bookling Award for A Kind of Spark, um, recently had on social media uh, her Waterstones prize, all of her other prizes, and there was our Bookling Award as well, which was really cool to see. Um, And it's just been a great way to, again, bring books that I feel are under 
the radar and maybe not um, books you'll find at supermarkets and things like that. That's nothing wrong with those per se, but I want different books in the hands of the students overall. So that's how we run it. And it, again, it goes from uh, around October, November, all the way to March. And now when we just look for new books to add to that list and the students student library assistants give us input but and again i'm i'm always seeing these new books when the sky falls um last gamer standing was shortlisted this year girl in real life of course no man's land amari and the night brothers um books like that are still always in our top 10 so it's really great to see how they are being um, still engaged with and to introduce students to past winners or past shortlisted books uh, like a Click Here to Start by Dennis Markell, which is a really great one, on and on. And again, it's a great way to include as many teachers and, and students as possible around the school and to get them talking about great books. So uh, I hope that was useful to running a book award in your high school library. I'd be very interested in learning how other schools do theirs, but hopefully that was helpful. Uh, of course, if you have any questions, you can always contact me, email uh, at lml at glenthorne.sutton.sch.uk or on uh, social media on Twitter at Lucas J. Maxwell. Okay, great. Thank you very much. Talk to you later. Bye.